Jeff Palermo, WWL.com columnist, joining us now. Louisiana Radio Network Sports and News Director. And Jeff, how are you, man? You ready to do this tonight at 630 LSU in Arkansas? I hope the Tigers are. And uh, first of all, uh, thank you for your service, Christian, on this uh, Veterans Day weekend. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Certainly, certainly do. And uh, look, you can wish my Marines happy birthday as well as well today. <laughs> certainly can. Happy birthday, Marines. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen seventy-five. Anyway, uh, so LSU, Arkansas. Man, um, the Tigers coming off a, a loss, obviously to Alabama, and we know the record under Coach O when when they've lost that they don't lose two in a row. Uh, what did you make of Coach Ogeron's uh, somewhat critical comments of? his defensive line in particular saying they need to get better recruits. Did you take that the way some people did? Uh, I think he was pretty blunt, and I, I think he was accurate. He obviously tried to walk back, walk those comments back on Monday when he met with the media where he first blamed uh, the coaching and the schemes, and then uh, execution was behind that. So, But I, I think his – you know, you, you always hear the phrase um, – you know, your first instinct is always the right instinct, and I, I think his first instinct was right, that they don't have the horses just yet to compete. Uh, nothing against uh, those guys that they have on that defensive line right now or the or the offensive line. I, I think it was more glaring on the offensive line, LSU's offensive line against uh, Alabama's defensive line, and, and it's, it's nothing against that group of guys that they're trying to go out there, but um, – you, you look at that O-line for LSU, I don't think there's a first-round pick on that offensive line. Uh, you're going up against an Alabama defensive line that got three of them. And it's been, a, other than Lael Collins, who would have been a first-round pick if he had not been questioned on a, a murder that happened in Baton Rouge, uh, LSU has not been producing first-round picks in recent history. I mean, heck, really, you got to go almost all the way back to Andrew Whitworth, who's um, beating father time and is still a very effective offensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams. Jeff, when you look at this loss, I mean, look, 29 to nothing, it's almost like because of Alabama, the way we were scoring on everybody, it's almost like, hey, that wasn't bad when you consider it. But they've got to get some production on offense, have to. Well, you have two games coming up here, Christian, that they, they better get some offensive production. Sure. And I know the weather – uh, is not going to be the best tonight. Uh, but as long as it's not windy, they should be able to throw the football. I mean, you look at the if you look at these numbers right now statistically for LSU, they're not they're not good at all. I mean, they're they have what uh, seven touchdown passes on the year. I mean, teams like Georgia Tech, Air Force, triple option teams have as many touchdowns as that passing the football. Um, I mean, once again, LSU's ranked uh, above or in the in the hundreds when it comes to pass offense. It's, it's like LSU can't escape that. But now you got a couple of games here against Arkansas and Rice, and I would imagine Texas A&M too. LSU should be able to throw the ball, but you should be able to get some time for Joe Burrow, get him to make some plays down the field. Um, it, it's not just the offensive line. It's not just Joe Burrow. It's not the receivers. It's a combination of everything. All that, Burrow's got to be more accurate, get rid of the ball faster. O-line's got to give him more time at times. And the receiver's got to catch the ball and, and get open. And um, that needs to really happen here over the next couple of games. Jeff Palermo, WWL.com columnist, also Louisiana Radio Network sports and news director. And Jeff, 
you mentioned this should be two games in a row where LSU should be able to hang up some points. Is it still, though, very much about the the wide receivers? Are we going to see some of these receivers that we've been hearing so much about really start to make strides? I know they're young there, but that has to happen here soon. You're no longer a young player at this juncture of the season. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, the Terrence Marshall of the world, uh, that guy, um, you, you would hope some of these uh, freshmen that they've had, that they should grow up and, and become uh, bigger players, bigger receivers. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson continue to develop. Um, I, you know, I, I, w- I would say this, Christian. I mean, if if you don't really see this passing game improve a lot or at least show signs of something here in the in these last three games, then I, I really feel that Ed Orgeron should open up that quarterback competition again. I mean, he's opened it up before. I mean, it was going into – the 2017 season, when we all knew that Danny Etling was going to be the starter, um, Ed Orgeron would not name one. Um, so you, you need to see—I mean, you need to see it on on all levels here. Um, with the as I mentioned, with the receivers, the O line, and Joe Burrow. And, and I, I think Joe—I I think we've seen enough from Burrow to think that he can have some good games coming up here. Um, but I mean, I th- he did not. It's just not the Alabama game. He did not look good in the Mississippi State game. And you're still looking at a completion percentage of 54%. And in today's game of football, and you look at these quarterbacks now, you've you got to be completing around 60% or so, uh, especially when you know the bar is trying to get to where Alabama's at. And so you've got to be a more accurate passer. Jeff, is it time to get Miles Brennan on the field at least? Just you know, even though you can still redshirt him, uh, I was told early on when they made the decision to go with Joe Burrow that Miles Brennan was going to receive some significant playing time. He's yet to do so this year. Well, uh, Orgeron left us a little nugget. Uh, I think it was Monday, I guess, um, where he talked about uh, how Miles has been banged up on a few games, so that might be why he. There, there, there seem to be some spots. You know, the Southeastern game, you would have thought Miles Brennan would have played, um, but he, they they never put him in there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'll play tonight. Uh, I, I I would imagine you're going to get a pretty good effort here from Arkansas where this game is not – not ter- it's not put away just quite in the start of the fourth quarter anyways. Um, but I would think next week against Rice, we, we should see some Miles Brennan. I, I would think – you'd like to throw him out there and see what happens. I mean, Rice has won one game so far this season. If that's a game that's not, you know, at least 28 to nothing or something by halftime, then uh, there's <laughs> there's something kind Something's of seriously wrong. wrong there. Yeah. So, um, I, hey, I, I think now, you know, you, you got four games left to play with. You can play them as much as you want. Still redshirt them. Yeah, sure. If the opportunity presents itself. Jeff, I got I to go a little high school with you here because I know you do a lot on the prep scene. All of a sudden, uh, Hanville gets their quarterback back, and um, they're, they're rolling pretty good. They got Zachary this Friday night uh, at their place. That's shaping up to be one heck of a football game. Yeah, it is. Um, and it's, uh, you know, they beat a Walker team last night that uh, had a really nice season uh, despite losing their head coach after two games, Lester Ricard. Uh, was uh, fired uh, because of some off the field issues. So, uh, but but Hanville and, and this is a rematch of the five A championships game too from a year ago, and it's obviously a, a different dynamic now for Hanville. They're not 
relying on Puka Williams like they did last year. They got a quarterback that can sling it around, and it's going to be at Hanville. I would imagine it's going to be a pretty electric atmosphere. If there's a high school football game that you want to get to on Friday, uh, I would think it would be Hanville, Zachary. And Zachary's a good team, too. Uh, really good defense. Uh, Keelan Brown is an outstanding quarterback, starting to get some looks from Baylor and schools like that. He's a junior. Uh, they got big offensive and defensive linemen at Zachary, and they know how to win come playoff time. But Nick Salsa from Agio, uh kind of, uh, you know, was caught on video when he was meeting with the team yesterday uh, after the win saying, I don't know what the score of the Zachary game was, but I hope Zachary won. So Hanville desperately would like another shot at Zachary, and they're going to get it this Friday. How much different are they with Andrew Robinson under center? Have you seen him play in person live? I have not seen him play person in live, but he, I, I know Hanville was struggling without their, their main guy. Um, and the quarterback that they were playing is more like a wide receiver or he's a more of a, a different type of skill position player. So they were – He's an athlete. Jake Mont Jackson's an athlete. Yeah, and I, I last I heard he was going to Tulane or he was committed to Tulane. So yeah, uh, it, it's it's just it's a completely different team now, based based on what you know what they did against Bourgeois last week, and what they did last night against Walker. I, I kind of read up a little bit on the game. I mean, they're they're now a, a much more dynamic uh, team. Now, uh, you know, Robeson is not uh, you know, based on what I can tell is not an SEC quarterback or somebody that, but he's a legitimately really good high school quarterback that you that can really change your team. And, you know, the, the beauty of it is it's not like he was coming back. Uh, there's not really any beauty's probably not to worry because it was an ugly situation all the way around. But what benefits him is the fact that at this point, that it wasn't like he was hurt. He was still practicing with the team all season long. So it's, it doesn't appear to be this huge adjustment over the last couple of weeks that you throw him out there. Uh, the team was really able to, get off on a strong foot right off the bat because he's been practicing with the team all this time. Jeff Palermo's Tiger Tailgating on WWLAMFMN.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 